And honestly, I don't think it's a great idea to be, be bringing somebody back where all of these scandals were happening under his leadership. I, I, I feel like this could be a recipe for disaster over there. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, can you do me a favor? I really want to help you with trading. And the easiest way for me to do that is by heading to secretinvestingbook.com to get my book, The Secret Investing Book, totally free. All you're doing is covering the shipping price. And we'll send you this book that exposes 13 virtually unknown secrets to take the guesswork out of trading. So grab your copy now at secretinvestingbook.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. For more on everything happening in the markets, let's bring in Chris Yule from 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Chris, it's great to see you. Long time no see. Inflation's cooling. Stocks are rising. So much has happened since we last spoke. You're absolutely right, Britt. The world is a, is a crazy place right now in the financial markets. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even the past couple of weeks, we've seen the global reserve currency with the Chinese yuan becoming, you know, something huge here rather than business and governments, I guess, using the US dollar. So what do you make of this? I mean, it's it's perplexing. Uh, the fact that the, the US dollar is the most liquid currency in the entire world, it's what nearly every uh, exchange is based on and, 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 and trading in commodities. The fact that they're using different currencies now is a little bit unsettling, I'll be honest with you. Uh, not just as a U.S. citizen myself, but overall, this can lead to some widespread uh, financial instability across uh, everywhere in reality. I mean, we're talking from oil markets in Qatar that have been trading in U.S. dollars now to anything that... The point here is that we have a stable currency that we use for trading. And now when you introduce another variable with the uh, exchange rates, which are going to be massively different as things change, that can cause all kinds of issues here, Britt. So mm. I don't think it's a great idea, honestly. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, we can't range what these policymakers are doing. But all we can do is just kind of sit back and see how the cards unfold. Yes, yeah, certainly. I mean, many people are saying the the darkest part of the days or the storm is over. But, you know, Easter's next week. People still can't really afford the Easter eggs to, you know, decorate and put on the table. So when it comes to, I guess, inflation and I guess bigger issues like banks collapsing, do you think that it actually is over and that the dust is settling or perhaps is there more to come? 
I appreciate this question because I've been working in a consulting role with uh, credit unions here in America for over 10 years at this point. So I'm very familiar with what's going on out there. Most of these institutions have been seeking yield in a low rate environment. So they were going longer term in order to capture that yield. But in the process, as rates have risen, it's made their investments that they've made worth so much less because there's going to be a point in time, which is what we saw with Silicon Valley Bank, where they have to liquidate those investments and they're having to take 20, 30, 40% off in order to get someone to take those investments off their hands. So this is not a good place to be. And unfortunately, I do think that this is uh, the first, or I guess a first few uh, that we're actually going to see. Not positive in my opinion, because institutions were um, basically trained for so long to seek these higher, longer duration, lower yield investments. Now they're coming to have to pay the piper on that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Certainly. And speaking of banking, UBS has announced former Credit Suisse CEO to come back and help with the company merger. I mean, is it a good idea to bring back the old staff and, you know, lay out what's happening and see where they can go from here? So Britt, I, I, I researched uh, Sergio Ermati today. And um, I mean, he's been involved with all kinds of scandals like tax evasion, money laundering, securities fraud. And uh, he personally was not implicated in these scandals, but he was over the top of um, Credit Suisse during that time. And honestly, I don't think it's a great idea to be, be bringing somebody back where all of these scandals were happening under his leadership I, I feel like this could be a recipe for disaster over there. But, I mean, he's been in the industry for so long. He does know how, how he does understand how to run a profitable bank. So maybe I'm wrong, but uh, definitely a, a cautious step forward. Yes, certainly. And just before we wrap up, the U.S. economy, is it going into a recession this week? What's your final thoughts? I think we've been pounding on a, pre a recession for a while now. Uh, I mean, even the last year or so, we've seen, you know, technical definition of uh, 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 reducing GDP over a certain number of quarters. We've seen that for a while. But in all reality, I think what we're having is exactly what the Fed wanted, which sounds ugly and crazy. But at the same time, when rates are, or I'm sorry, when inflation is high, the way that they combat that is by raising interest rates. And by raising interest rates, it makes everything cost more. And if everything costs more, it makes it harder on you, on me, on everybody else out there. So we're going to buy less. And yes. in order to, to offset uh, the, the which is causing people to buy less, mm. the idea here is that prices will be lowered and therefore stimulating the economy and therefore bringing down inflation at the same time. Mm. In all reality, it super sucks for consumers, <laughs> if we're very honest here. But Certainly it does. could probably come back. But there's just going to be pain, like Jerome Powell was saying, uh, until that happens. Certainly it does, Chris. Thank you so much for your time. We love seeing you. No doubt we will have many more market chats to come as all of these developments come to light. Thanks for having me. Hey, don't forget to grab your free Secret Investing Book over at secretinvestingbook.com while it's still available.